Hello, a gentleman, a lady. How's everybody doing this evening? We're doing fine, champ. You ready for next week? Ready? Yeah. I'm ready. Hey, what's going on? What's happening? What's going on? Another episode of Look Ahead Chronicles podcast, man. Here's the boy, the guru. We are at it again, man. We are back at it. Listen, man, I missed y'all. I realized that I only did one episode since last week. Not, you know, I did one episode last week. I did the, uh, my last one was the Race and Racism one <clears throat> episode. I'll be, I'll be listening to that if you did go back and check that out. Um, uh, I did Race and Racism after the Super Bowl uh, halftime show. Everybody was talking about Eminem and all that jazz. And so, yeah, there's that. So we are back. We're back into the origin. This is episode seven. Uh, I, I keep, I tell you guys, when I'm telling you my story, and it's not just for, uh, it's not just me telling the story because I, has, I, have, I don't have anything else better to do, right? Um, I'm telling you my story because I want it to help someone. Right? I just, just to be clear there. Um, I got some real, I got some real supporters and real fans out there, and I really, excuse me. I want to say really appreciate. Shout out to everybody who listens, who listens to the podcast on a regular basis. Uh, I think I shouted out Lalaki one week, and I think this week it's going to be that's uh, the sister girl Jess on TikTok. She's man, it's, it's amazing the support that I get, and whoever else listens on a regular basis, man, thank you for listening and downloading and supporting and all of that. I really appreciate you. Um, but if, if my content, if what you hear from me is good enough uh, or is good to you. Make sure you share it with share it with everybody else so that way they can they can partake in, the, in all this goodness as well. Now this podcast is pl- is, is played and uh, performed on all social media platforms: iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, um, Apple Podcast, you name it, it's there, right? So you, there's no excuses. There's no 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 excuses. <laughs> all right. So before I get to episode seven, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna crank up a new. A segment on this podcast called Man, what did he say? What what did he say? <laughs> okay, so on this episode, on the very first, the initial uh episode of What Did He Say? Listen, you know, those of you guys may or may not know, I am a huge fan of TikTok and I'm I'm on TikTok all the time. And so last night I was strolling on TikTok and there's this young man who does uh uh, he has a series that he does called "People Who Fell Off." You know, uh, no, no. He said uh, people there who are, that are one hit wonders, and then fell off. That's his series that he does. And so, the episode he did last night, or the series, the video that I saw, he comes on. And he says, you know, uh, uh, rap artists who who's, who made one hit and fell off. Part thirty two. That was the name. Of, that was the the, the video. And the rapper he was referring to, the video starts playing Hey Ya by Outkast, right? So who's sitting there? I'm sitting there, I'm watching this video, and he was like, the premise was one hit wonders that fell off. And then he plays Hey Ya by Outkast? Okay, okay, okay. So I, I immediately, I, immediately I do at the video because I think it's just crazy. <laughs> so, and I'm like, see, 
what did he say? Like, why would he even say that? But, you know, he, he couldn't have been over the age of 22. So I kind of had to give him the benefit of the doubt. Be like, okay, bro, you don't know what you're talking about. I mean, Andre 3000, man. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. You, you, you know what? I want you to do me a favor. I want you to do me a favor. Please, sir. Please, sir. Young man, please do me a favor. I'm going to tell you like this. If you don't shut your ass up, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Because it doesn't make any sense when you say stuff like that. That's blasphemous against the outcasts in the house of the... That's, that's blasphemous. Stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Oh, man. So, we're going to get into part seven. Part seven. So, listen. Part seven. Now, if you, if you remember uh, back in part six, so you have to go back and listen to part six, if you don't remember, you're going to have to go back to part six. So at this juncture in the game, part seven, she, I have already left Chicago on a whim, just left, got on the plane because I talked to my ex. I talked to Minnie Pearl and I got on the plane because she, I don't know, some kind of uh, some kind of spiritual force. I'm not really sure. But anyways, got on the plane, went to Chicago. Um, it, upon arriving in, I mean, in, in Charlotte, Upon arriving in Charlotte, realized immediately that I made a mistake and that I shouldn't have done that. Um, I ended up staying with Minnie Pearl all of three days, I think it was, maybe four, I can't remember. Um, but it was hell, and I felt like I was in a torture rack the entire time I was there. So I, I told, like I said in episode, in episode six, I did get a chance to talk to uh, Strawberry on the phone. Uh, you know, it, you know, I expressed my uh, my deepest you know, oh man, I, I, you full fledged begging mode. You know, um, so we talked, and she came, and she decided to come down. Like I said, in episode six, she made her; she was going to make her way down. Um, her sister's, sister's boyfriend was going to bring her down, going to drive her down, her and the kids. Um, and somehow, it, it, yeah, he he started, he he tried to, you know. I can't think of the word right now. He tried to, uh, dang it, I can't think of. You know, wait, seduce. He tried to seduce. That's what he did. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't remember anything. So he tried to seduce her. She wasn't having it because she was in love with me, and so she was just like, you know, she called me. I remember calling her because I was at my by this time I'm at my mom's house because I, I left many parole. Like I just can't with you, and um, and so uh, she got though she. You know they didn't make they even make they didn't even make it out of Chicago. That's how you know bad it gotten. So she ended up getting on the Greyhound, put all the boxes that she had to collect the kids' clothes because she didn't have any furniture. We didn't have anything, right? So we just kids, kids' clothes and all that. So she gets on the Greyhound, comes down in North Carolina. Um, she got there on a Sunday, and my dad, who those of you good. Those of you guys may or may not know, my mother and father were both ministers and pastors. And my dad had uh, his church, which was a storefront, um, down you know down in my hometown. And the Greyhound station was about three doors down, <laughs> right? So uh, I was at church that Sunday. Uh, I already knew she was coming in that Sunday at the Greyhound. So I get... So the bus comes, I see them, you know, and I don't think I've never been more happy to see a bunch of people in all my life. And, you know, so they get out the plane, I mean, they got the bus, I'm sorry. And I'm just, so 
And for some reason, this weekend, I had my my children. I had my oldest girl, and then I had uh, my baby girl that Sunday weekend. Normally, I don't never have them on the weekends, but I had them that weekend for some reason. Can't remember how. Anyway, so it was a it was a whole big old family reunion. Now, mind you, Strawberry and I at this point in the game were not married, right? We were not married, and so my father, who's avid, you know, avid Jesus, 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 you ain't gonna stay up in here if you ain't married, right? So they they would not allow us to be together. Uh, so I went and lived, I went and stayed with my grandma, and uh, for a couple of days. And uh, well, it was longer than that, actually. Oh no, actually, we got to stay. We had to stay at grandma's, uh, me and her both, because my dad, my, my dad and mom wouldn't let us live together or shack up, as it were, uh, because we were not married. So um, we ended up staying with my grandma. That wasn't a bad thing. Grandma was pretty cool. Grandma was always cool. The only thing about grandma, though, is that she smoked a lot of cigarettes and. Uh, uh, she was up first thing. She was the first one up. I mean, when I tell you that, cause we we slept on a uh, a pullout couch, right? So we were in the living room. You know, my kids slept. My her kids slept with her. Um, and Kiana, the youngest baby, she slept with me and me and her mother. And so, <laughs> my grandma only had a my grandma only had a one bedroom apartment. So the struggle was real, you hear me? So uh, we had some very interesting times. I mean, the kids went to school there and they caught the bus and it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. Um, so like I said, grandma would be up at the crack of the dome, you know, first thing, as soon as the sun cracked through the sky, she was up uh, and she would make breakfast every morning. She would make her coffee. And she would uh, make her a pot of grits and uh, uh, fry her a couple pieces of sausage. But she would burn the sausage to the point where the smoke would be in the house and it would choke the crap out of you. That's that's, <laughs> that's what grandma did. Oh, I love her. I miss her so much. I need to call her. Not that it reminds me. <laughs> so anyways, so that was kind of our thing. That's, that's how we started our North Carolina. Kiana, who was the, the baby, um, she was a couple months. We stayed with my grandma's for a little while. I think about a month, month and a half. Uh, Kiana, who just her, who who made one at my grandma's. Uh, we had her birthday party and everything. It was that, that was cool, right? So grandma was like one day, she, you know, we was having a conversation one day, and she says, she says, "Honey, she said, baby, I love you, but you gonna have to go." Ain't no room here. You know? <laughs> Ain't no room here for everybody. You know what I'm saying? We and we we endured it for a minute. I mean, we, we endured it because grandma grandma wanted to help me out, and mom and dad wouldn't have it. So, you know, we had to start. We had to proactively start looking for a home. Now, at the time, my mindset was like, man, if if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let me stay right here. You know, and yeah, grandma was like, yeah, you gotta go. You know, um. So we found us a house, and we moved into this house, and it was a beautiful house. It was, uh, it, it was one of, in my hometown. Cause I, I keep, I keep telling you guys, my hometown is small. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so everybody know everybody. You know, houses have been in the same spot for years, and 
the house that we moved into was a house I remember seeing as a kid, but didn't really know. Right. But come to find out it was a it was the house of a uh, a former classmate of mine. Um, but I didn't find out two years later. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember you. I remember that. I mean, we used to live there. And so we lived in our house and we had a we had an awesome landlord. His name, his name was Theodore Carr. And if you guys listen to this podcast and you from Anson County, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, Theodore Carr. And he was good to us. He really was. And we had struggles and we just did not always make the right decisions. Or should I say, I didn't make the right decisions all the time. Uh, so we're, we're, uh, we're living and now mind you, at this point in the game, we did not have a car. So we were, we were taking taxis and family members. Mama would take us everywhere. Mom and dad would, they'll pick us up on Sunday and bring us to church and, you know, all that. So the struggle was real, but we did it together, you know. Now, mind you, we're back in, we're, we're about from the time I left Minnie Pearl in Charlotte and, and the time I spoke to her again, it might have been six months, right? And I don't know what the, I don't know what the hook was, you know, you know, what the hook going to be. Uh-oh. I, I, I don't know what the hook was, but I, I always ended up contacting her for whatever reason. And so this this one time I, I called her up and I think I was mad at I, I was mad at, at uh, Strawberry for some reason or whatever. And uh, I was like, okay, let me call me, let me call her up. And now mind you, me and Strawberry at this time are still not married. This is in two thousand two, right? Miss Shubert still not married. Uh, so I call up. So I call up Minnie Pearl. I call, and and you know she comes down to pick me up. I call myself leaving Strawberry again. Now I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. You done left her twice. Like why? What is wrong with you? <laughs> like what is wrong with you? And, and the answer to that is I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I know at the time I did not know what was wrong with me. I just know I kept doing stupid stuff. You know, I kept hurting this woman, right? So, um, Minnie Pearl comes to get me. I pack up all my stuff, take my PlayStation, the whole nine yards, right? At the time, the, the PS2 was out back in them, back in them days. But uh, uh, So she came home, and she came home, and the, the, uh, the PlayStation, PlayStation was gone. So she knew I was gone at that point. Again, it's one of those things when you make a decision, you know immediately you made a mistake. Yeah. But I, I think it, looking back on it now in hindsight, it wasn't a mistake. It was truly a choice because I could have just said, no, no, I'm not, no. Um, but I didn't do that. Uh, I followed whatever logic in my head I was following. Now, this the second time, I stay. I went and go to, to Minnie Pearls. She wasn't as forgiving, and she wasn't as you know. Okay, they'll let you go back. At no, this time, I had to fight my way out. This time, um, so I go up there, you know, call myself leaving uh, Strawberry. I go to Minnie Pearls, and 
you know, she tried. She makes me this big old steak dinner. I mean, I think she's some kind. I think she. I guess she thought I was some kind of food whore or something. Um, <laughs> maybe I was. I don't know. Uh, but uh, she made me this big old dinner, and she just thought we was gonna get back to normal. She thought she just thought she just knew that we would just get back to normal. The first night I was I, the first night I spent the night I was like, yeah, no, this is not gonna work. So the very the very next morning. You know, I leave in her truck or I make the attempt to leave in her truck and uh, to go and call uh, Strawberry up again and, t- and say and beg my, beg her forgiveness again. Back if I can come home again. Da, 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 da. Uh, so it was a fight. It was a fight. Many Pearl, I mean, when I, when I said, you know, she was like, you going back to that girl, ain't you? I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, you go back to that girl. Like, I ain't gonna let you. I ain't gonna let you. And she's like, if you want to go back to her, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to do it over my dead body. I mean, she, it was like legit, like legit. She was gonna, you know, stab. She pulled out. She pulled out. She pulled out a knife on me and everything. She was like, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna go. You're gonna leave here bleeding. That's for sure. And I was like, oh my god. And so I can't. I can't even remember how I got out. I can't. I really, I honestly cannot. Uh, I just know that I did. And then I get, I get back home, and uh, <clears throat> I get back home, and she takes me, you know, strawberry takes me back. It was a, I mean, it was a struggle. It was a struggle because I had hurt so, I had hurt her so many times. I mean, uh, I can't even imagine. So, struggle was real, and we make it through. I mean, I think you know, I. I I think that's a lesson. That was that was that's no think. That was a lesson in there. Is that fellas, if you listen to this, listen. Just because she forgives you, don't mean that she is over it. Doesn't mean that she completely healed from it. She just forgave you because she didn't want to harbor those feelings no more, right? That's what I learned with Strawberry. After years later, though, I I realized that even though she, you know, she forgave me. Even though we started back having sex, even though, you know, whatever, you know, men, cause we're kind of simple minded, right? If I can be honest, sometimes men are, th- men, men are simple minded and we think, oh, we don't, we don't, we don't screw the pooch. And then we have to suffer the consequences. But when they go back to normal, we think it's okay. It's not, it's really not. And so I had to walk out that beating. I had to, you know, that emotional beating. I had to, Right. So, but I was, I'm, I'm telling you guys, I was a glutton for freaking punishment, man, like legit, right? So me and, me and Strawberry, we get back on good terms. We, we uh, both working at the chicken plant down there. We're working, we're making money, we're paying the rent, we're doing, we're raising our kids, da, da, da. We're getting back, right? Uh, <clears throat> so the story, the story shifts. One day, I wake, I wake up, or we wake up. To get ready to go to work. This was on a Monday. I never forget this. And I see headlights outside. It's really strange, you know. Like I mind you, from the time I left Manny Pro the last time, and she put a knife on me to uh, this situation it was probably like two months. So I had <coughs> so I hadn't seen her from Manny Pro about two months. So I go out to my, I go to my door 
and I see the headlights to her truck. Like, not in my driveway, but around the corner where I can, there was, a, there was some trees, like in my front yard. So somebody could pull in by the, the, the trees and stay out of sight from my front door. So she was, I mean, she was literally stalking me. And my, you know, she was stalking me. Come to find out what happened was that she called down to my grandmother's and talked to my aunt, who is has passed away. Got, uh, rest in peace, Auntie uh, Burnett. Um, and she talked to Burnett. Oh, she, so she claimed she talked to my aunt Burnett and that she told her that I, I was in trouble. I needed to come down in and she needed to come down there and rescue me. Is this nature? I mean, just really, really stupid stuff, right? So, on the on the on the strength of what my auntie said, or what, like I said again, what she portrayed to me, she comes out there trying to rescue me. So, at this point in the game, I just had enough because I just I don't know what I'm doing. What I mean, if you were that obsessed with me, if you loved me like that, you should have did what you needed to do. You would never treat me like crap when I was with you. I don't understand. So at this point in the game, I just got, I just had enough. Right. So my, uh, strawberry gets up, gets dressed, go to work. Now, mind you, when, now we had two, two separate rides because I had to be at work at a later, at, uh, later in the day <clears throat> than her. She had to be there. She had to be at work a little early. So she left and with her ride. Right. And, my ride comes maybe 10, 15 minutes later, maybe 30 minutes later, I can't remember. So I get in my car, I mean, I get in the ride, I get in my car with my ride, and we're leaving. Minnie Pearl gets in behind us, right? Tries to run us off the road, right? Run us off the road. Now, from where we lived, from where, from where we lived to where we ended up stopping at, it was about a mile, maybe a mile and a half. So I got to the, we, you know, they were, fo- she was following us. And I was like, what in the world is her problem? Like, so we, we pull over and I get out and I confront her. Finally, like, I just, what are you doing? Like, what are you, and uh, she was like, well, you know, you're mine. You belong to me. I don't know why you with her. Da, 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 da. I mean, went through a whole spiel. About how I, how I belong to her. No, because if I if, if I belong to you, you would treat me like a man, whatever, whatever. So, long story short, we ended up getting into a physical altercation in the parking lot of the grocery store. We we ended up getting into a physical altercation. When I tell you on the on on the strength and on the level of the shame that I felt for putting my hands on this woman. But I it, it was just, I was so over her. And at the time, it was just, it was bananas. It was just beyond bananas. So, again, she carried out, she carried around her trusty knife. I mean, she almost stabbed me in this altercation. I mean, it got, it went left quick. Uh, so, I called, I ended up calling the cops. Cops came, you know, they ended up taking her to jail because she had a weapon, you know. And, I got in my ride's car and went on my, my ride. A, a straight trooper stayed the whole time <laughs> and took me on the work and was no big deal. And my my strawberry never knew. 
John Mary never knew what had happened. Um, so that was that incident, and she went to jail. She was mad at me, and you know I can I can imagine she was though. But I was just like, I can't believe you did all that. You went through all that nonsense to come down here They're trying to snatch me from this woman, knowing you know you don't want me, and me knowing I didn't want her. Like I don't, you know. We went to the next lesson. Message, message, man. Stop the cap. If you don't want to be with that person, man, don't be with them. You know what I'm saying? Stop the dragging along. And see, and me are real bad about it, right? Because we don't want, you know, we got that whole, a lot of us have that whole, if I can't have a, no one can have a type mentality, right? And that is a bad mentality. That, that That's a dangerous mentality to have because that means you're, you're a pop a cap for somebody. It's to, keep, it's to keep her from being with somebody else, which is crazy. <laughs> but anywho, uh, so we get past all that. Like I told y'all, I'm not done. I don't think I think I got <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so again, me and Strawberry, we get married finally after all the nonsense, all the horse crap. I know you, probably, I know you guys are thinking like what. Why? <laughs> Why did she marry him after all of that nonsense? When I realized, and she told me this, this is just something she admitted to me years later. The reason why she married me and stayed with me after all that nonsense was because she didn't want to go back to she did not want to go back to her mother's, and she did not want nobody to tell her that she failed. So. It was the it was the fear of the I told you so is what kept her from being, you know, to, to stand with me. So I say that to say this is that if you're listening to this right here, you listen to my voice right now, and if you're in the middle of something and you're in it because you don't want to hear the I told you so, get get ready to get ready to catch that L or hold that L and get ready, ready for that I told you so. It might even be an L. It might be something that's gonna better you, right? But do not stay in something that is not comfortable for you. Do not stay in something because you don't want to hear that I told you so. Do not stay some stay somewhere because you, the fear of you wanting to, uh, the fear of having to go, maybe having to go back home. There's nothing wrong with starting over. I, I can't I can count on hands and toes how many times I've been back home. Start over. Start over. Anywho, we got married. We got married uh, January twenty third, two thousand and three. Okay. Uh I'll tell you, the 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 the, the spirits were actually telling us we shouldn't probably probably shouldn't have got married. It was it was so many different omens, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what happened on my wedding day and then I'm gonna I'm gonna get out here. I'm gonna exit this episode on the rest of episode eight, nine, and ten. So we got I told you got married on the twenty third of January, two thousand and three. We um Okay, so the day before, the 22nd of January, we had an ice storm to come through my hometown, right? Snow, ice, more, more ice than anything, but it was, it was a lot of snow. But uh, So the day before, st- uh, the storm came through. That morning we woke up, and our water was off, right? So don't let nobody take, let me tell you something. The utility folks don't give a crap. If it's snowing, rain, sleet, tornado, whatever, if they if you your bill do, you ain't paid it, they come you up, they cutting you off. 
<laughs> don't matter what's going on that day, they cut you off. Please know that. Anyhow, we get up the twenty third. Our water's off, right? I'm like, okay, so as a man, I had to go handle that. Again, we ain't got no car. Now, from where I live to where the water department was was downtown of my hometown, uh, maybe two and a half miles walking, and I hate walking. But coupled with that is having to walk in the snow. <laughs> it was, it was, I told you we had ice on snow and ice that day. Uh, so that was bad. So I had to get up. I had to put on clothes. I had to trek to the water department for them you know, to pay to uh, to pay my bill, so they could send out a crew to cut my water back on. So I got down there. I was I got there thirty minutes before utilities open. So I had to wait thirty minutes after I walked two hours, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 bad with time, but I did it. Did, it did me a long time to get there. Nonetheless, uh, I go pay, I pay the utility, get the lights cut off, I mean to get the water cut off. I walk back home in the snow, right? Um, <laughs> I know this is a stupid story. I'm sorry, y'all, but uh, so I walk back home, and because of the snow, we, because of the storm, we did not know. Whether or not the courthouse was open, because that was our wedding day was already set. We already knew what we was gonna do. So, with everything that happened with the water and like the oh my god, this is over. Maybe we shouldn't get married today, right? So we ended up calling the courthouse to see if they were even open, right? Called the courthouse. Courthouse was open, uh, and so we make our trek to the courthouse, right? Now the kids, they were they were my they were with my parents. So it was just me and her. You know what I'm saying? And so we make the trek to the courthouse. And we go to the magistrate. We already had our, we already had our license. Right. But we didn't have anything else. We just had we had our, we had our license. So we go to the magistrate, we're gonna do the do the whole justice of the peace thing and you know, all that jazz. Uh so we get to the courthouse and and the magistrate's like or the, the folks at the mag, uh, courthouse was like, uh you don't got you guys don't have any witnesses? Like, nah, like are we supposed to have those? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we had to leave the courthouse, walk back up. I didn't, you know, it was snowing. It was a storm. Nobody nobody's coming out in that. You know what I'm saying? I was like the thought, you know. So we leave. We just like at this point we're defeated. Like we're not gonna get married today. You know. So we leave the courthouse. We're walking back home and we stop by the barbershop. Now the barbershop is on the way where I, used, where I got my haircut at. Uh, and I still, and I, I walked in there. And my guy, uh, they cussed my hair. My barber at the time, his name was Garrett Snuggs. Uh, and back back home, they call him tight. And uh, so I walked in there. Garrett was there. And another uh, another young man by the name of Emmanuel, I think that's what his name was. And he, he was like, hey, man, I, was, I walked down. I was like, hey, man, this my wife want to get me and my girl want to get married, but we don't have any witnesses. Gary looked at me and said, "Say less." And he got and we got in the car, went on down to uh, back down to the courthouse. He drove us down there, and we got married. And he was our witness, him and uh, him and Emmanuel. And uh, I tell you, it, it was it was a trying day because I think about all the stuff that I went through. 
you know, with her, you know, still at still in the moment of being selfish because I didn't think about what she was thinking, you know. But I guess I don't know, but I know for me it was a struggle, right? Because I'm like, man, how did I get this lucky? How is this woman still on my side after everything? But I said, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna turn down God's blessings. That's God's blessings. I'm not gonna question it or nothing like that. But it was, it gave me pause just for a second. It gave me, it gave me a real sort of pause. So we got married in 2003, and that's where that story ends right there. Um, but things got even more trickier. Minnie Pearl made one more appearance before this thing was over. But if you have to, <laughs> you have to check out episode nine. I had to get that, which is gonna, which will air in a couple of days. But uh, right now, as it stands, two thousand three, we're married, we're happy for the time, and all that. And but and Minnie Pearl makes one more appearance before she's done, done. <laughs> right. But you guys, I'm going to get out of here. I want to again. I want to thank everybody who listened to the podcast. I appreciate you. You can always follow the podcast on buzzsprout dot com slash the Knucklehead Chronicles podcast. You can email me at the Knucklehead Chronicles podcast at gmail.com. All right. You guys have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll see you next time.